This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. that I have a play a playlist that I've been playing on repeat right now that is called If You Nasty and it's just make it nasty. Uh Tipsy by Jaquan radio uh, radio. I need this. Yeah, and then um and then also just Rack City by Tyga. Did you make that for me? No, I for, made it for, for us. Our love language. <laughs> I made it for that I made it for us. So good. And I will say that I keep I now really want to do it like any kind of dance to make it nasty, but I don't want Ooh. Because it's like, oh, it's so... It's a good sound. It's a good one. But even just uh, tipsy. Uh, oh, yeah. What's the beginning of the tipsy when he's like... Because uh, he's like, teen drinking <laughs> is a problem. Because I got a fake ID. Boom. Wanted a date to the dog. It's a dog. Oh, my God. A dog remix playlist. What's the... What playlist have you made with the weirdest subtitle or the weirdest title? Oh, of the playlist? Of the playlist. Um, I have one called Happy Girl Summer. It was you have Happy Girl Summer? Yeah, it was like in rebellion to Hot Girl Summer, but like I just wanted to be happy. No one needs to like stunt on them when you're just trying to smile. Well, I mean, I'm looking at them right now. I got one that's called Fuggin. That's F-U-G-G-I-N that I think is for sex, but it's just... <laughs> but yeah, I will tell you this because I'm looking at it right now. It is Funny. Um, It is just one bo- one song. <laughs> <laughs> what? Truly, Madly, Deeply by Savage Garden? No, Glory Box by Portishead. It is the sexiest song oh my god ever i need to hear it yeah my playlist for that is called thrills and i think it's i think it's made by somebody else oh yeah (laughs) i also have one that's um yes with three question marks i have cdfo which yeah are we like recording right now yeah but i I like this wait i don't know what cdfo means but i guess you'll find out by the the title of it or the the songs jeez i have one called to shake an ass. And on that note... That one was really great, though. Let's start the pod. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. This is not a playlist podcast, but maybe it should be. I keep finding more ones. <laughs> one that said, did somebody say feelings with four <laughs> question marks? <laughs> That's not how you use punctuation, Addy. I don't think I ever really listen to these also. That's the thing. I think I make them and it's cathartic enough. The voice you're listening to is Addy Weirich in the studio for the second time. Yes, I made it. You made it. I was figuring that maybe I'll start doing this. The first section or the first time that someone comes on the podcast, it's like the introduction. Sure. It's like introducing Cameron Diaz in the mask. This is the first time we've seen her, but we need to see more, especially that right. red dress. Yeah. Second of all, then when someone comes back, we're going to do like a deep dive into one topic. Reintroducing Cameron Diaz in 
I don't know. A blue dress. A blue dress in a different movie that she's been in. Cameron Diaz, at the same time, I can't remember a single movie that she's in, and yet I think she's in every movie that I've ever seen. <laughs> like, she's I in can't. The Holiday, but isn't it. everyone? The, it's like one of those Christmas movies that have like six different storylines. Oh, like Valentine's Day. That's just another day. No, it's another one. They have another, there's like 16 people, Taylor oh, Swift's in it. That with, makes, oh, wow. With like Jacob Lautner. Yeah. That's a hodgepodge of people. Oh, there were a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It was very fun. So the last time you were on the podcast, did you do Burst of First or were you, you were previously? No, I did. I think I was the first Burst of First. Oh Actually, I, I do think I was the first Burst of First. That's really interesting. So before we started recording, we were talking about doing the lasts. So oh, yeah. we're going to do Fast Lasts. Fast Lasts. And we're going to do the same questions. But I'm going to switch them all to last. Okay, this is going to be fun. I, I did suggest this, and now I'm like, wait, is this going to be actually very hard to do? Okay, let's see it. Okay, let us go. Fast lasts, number one, Annie Weirich. Last job. Last job. Um, the, the job that I'm currently at, which I work for an app. I do customer service. It's very difficult. Last cell phone. The one that I have right now. This is just what I have right now. Yeah. Um, the last cell phone I had was the iPhone 8 because I cracked the screen on my last on the 7s. So now I have the 8. Last pet. Last pet uh, is Carmen. She, we just found out she has cancer. It no. made me cry really hard. She is alive, though. We're not doing a GoFundMe. We're just going to let it happen. Last kiss location. Last kiss location was um, in my room saying uh, goodbye. Sad. Well, just like, just like, see you later. But like that was, but it was like my room. Like, you know, like, like they were leaving, and I was like, bye. Last major purchase. Oh God, um, my Albert Savings app says that I spent um, three hundred dollars at Sephora. Oh my God. Last choice in a karaoke book. You're not gonna sing this song. Oh, that I'm never gonna sing. Uh-huh. This is the last thing I'll say. Oh, honestly, any rap song. I am not gonna do that. Really? I, I'm not. I'm not gonna be the white girl singing a rap song. I will do that in the in, in my own home on my own time, just for me, because that's who it's for. You're doing it for yourself. I'm not doing anyone any favors. <laughs> I'm doing it for everybody else. I'm gonna stick to Carrie Underwood. Okay, I know who I am. <laughs> last internet screen name. Um, <clears throat> the last one that I created. I mean, honestly, as I get older, they're just Addie Weirich. Yeah. But when I was young and fun, it was like Adzizz with like a bunch of Zs. Um, Addie Yo Mind is my Instagram. Baddie Addie was my Snapchat. Spaghetti Sauce is my Twitter. There's no continuity. Just fun. <laughs> Good luck finding me. <laughs> last thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone? Um, the, the last thing I think is that, um, oh man, they were about to call me and they really wanted to talk to me. <laughs> That's the last thing I'll think of. <laughs> last celebrity crush uh, Frankie Muniz That's the last Okay hold on stop I forgot to mention If I yell stop You gotta explain Elaborate or tell the full story That's your last Celebrity crush Wait like the last one I had I or, mean- or, the, or the last person I'd ever pick <laughs> Oh <laughs> Either way <laughs> Which one is Frankie Muniz? I think Frankie Muniz is, he's still just like a gut reaction to the last person. I was like, I really, I don't have celebrity crushes really. Cause I'm like, cause honestly a really big turnoff, if I, I, it's very hard for me to like somebody if they don't like me. I know that. So, yeah. So if a, if a celebrity doesn't know me, then they probably also don't like me. And it's very hard for me to get on board with that. So like. So Frankie Muniz is the last one that you had when you were a child. Yeah. Because I know he loves me back. <laughs> <laughs> last concert. Uh, the last concert I went to. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, uh, we, we saw Lizzo together. Yeah, that counts. Last scar. Oh, I mean, sadly, I think just another mosquito bite on my leg. My leg is covered in scars. I just bought scar cream to fix it. Mederma? Yes. It's 
real good. Well, I had to put it on three times a day. I'm failing at that. Wait, did I tell you about this? No, what happened? Oh, I just met Moderma in general. I didn't tell you about Moderma? No, what did you do? Oh, I just told you to get it. Did you? I told someone. Oh, maybe not me. Maybe even a lot of friends with scars. <laughs> Got a lot of scarred friends. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> last thing you do when you like someone. The last thing I do um, is be mean to them, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the fifth grade to me with my Ed, Ed, and Nettie printout. I love it, Ed, Ed, Nettie. <laughs> Last show you binge watched? Um, I'm currently binge watching Secession. And honestly, it is 100% just so I can keep up in a group text. Yeah. And now it's fun. It is actually fun when everyone is watching the same thing. Oh, that's nice. I don't really know how much I like the show, but I like that I get to talk about something with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> last excuse you make when trying to cancel plans? Um, probably the truth is the last thing I'll actually say. <laughs> is like, is like um, I'm feeling depressed. <laughs> but that would do you well. I know. Maybe just being like, hey, I don't want to see you. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the blunt truth. Yeah. But and lastly... Yeah. The last time you cried in public? Uh, oh, um, yesterday. I go to, um, I, yeah, I'll, I'll go to like some Were meetings you? and stuff, huh? You wait, you went to a meeting to cry? Uh, or you cried well, because of a meeting? Well, no, um, in a, like, uh, you know, like a 12 step pro. I don't even sure, know if sure. I can like say it on, yeah. say it out loud. Can, can... Um, no, that's, that's fine. Or like just like in, I feel like that's public. Or I mean, just like crying in my car. I'm a pro at crying in my car. Mm. It's like, what, it, but is that public? Maybe not. It is, <gasps> I disagree. Yeah, it is. It's not private. Public. What if the windows are down? Half. And you're hanging out public, the car. <laughs> but then you're in danger. You're probably crying because you're going to die. Um, probably like on the street. It is weird because in New York, I would cry uh, in public all the time because it's yeah. so private in New York because there are so many people. Whereas right. um, in L.A., I do feel like when you see people crying, oh, so I was at Maru, the little coffee shop, and I think I saw an intense fight happening, but it was the most L.A. thing because it's small, and there were two women, and they both had sunglasses on inside, and no. they were both they were both looking, um, like, they were both sitting kind of next to each other, but looking dead straight ahead. No. So from a side angle, I think I could see that one of the woman's eyes were, like, a little red, and they were talking very, like quietly and um and there were really long pauses where no one was talking but they were looking dead ahead and I was like this is a public fight in LA in yeah. New York it would have just been loud and you wouldn't have been able to hear it over everybody else also having loud fights right right and it was I feel like I've stumbled upon a secret Ooh. <laughs> yeah and I felt like almost a little intrusive just by being there it was very right fascinating dude fighting in public is the worst yeah it's also, in L.A., also, when I do see people fighting very loudly in public, I do think it is fascinating. Because it's either, like, you are a type of person where you just don't care, or it's that bad of a fight. Yeah. yeah. That's never good. No. I hope everybody's okay out there. Yeah, hey, 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 everybody out there, here's a message from Megan and Addie. We hope you're okay. I hope you're all right. Okay. I, all right. I just hope you're fine. I just hope everybody out there's doing a okay <laughs> So the point of this podcast, oh, yes. uh, additionally to make people feel good and make mm. sure they're all right, yeah, yeah. is I wanted to start picking out some of my friends that I've had really good conversations with. Lovely idea. Yeah. And and we recently talked about goals. Um, did we ever? And we did um, which for I believe so on long. A Friday night. <laughs> we went to a heels class, which I will say was amazing. We went to heels dance. Went class. Went to a heels dance class. Felt and power. I have never, I have never been more in love with my body. I've never put my knees like that. I've, I, <laughs> my knees have never felt like that. It was really tough. There but was, like <laughs> the way you hold yourself, I've never done that before. Right, and like, it just everything is up and in and. But the angle, the feet, the feet facing the front, but your hips in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> 
that you're like a Picasso painting. You really are. And guess what? Those paintings are not real people for a reason. <laughs> they are paintings. They're paintings. It's easier to contort your body when you're not a person. <laughs> you're just a bunch of paint. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to this heels class, felt great afterwards. Yes. And then we came back home and I think we just sat on the, and it's so weird because like, we didn't play any music. We no. just sat down. I put a blanket on and we just started talking about our goals. Yes. Which is so wholesome. Right. Yeah. And I was thinking like, it. I've always felt like a motivated, goal-oriented person, but then you had so much insight and mm. I, I really want people to hear how you think because I also mm. think the way that you kind of carry yourself through all of this like entertainment stuff but mm. still like believing in yourself hey, and nice. like with all like the therapy and just really like I feel like you've figured it out before I did <laughs> when I was your age oh, hey, and thanks. kind of now oh, hey thanks and you're welcome <laughs> thank you so I feel like let's get other people to be on the same page as right. what you've helped me well I well with goals I will say that like I've always loved goals and I do attribute that to doing karate growing up like it oh. was this thing of like you had belt goals so like you're and it really is fascinating of being like yeah black belt was the ultimate goal but like if you were a white belt, you had to get to white, yellow, and then yellow, then yellow, orange, 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 purple, purple, and like purple, green, purple, blue. There were two levels of purple. So like you would you knew like, okay, black belt's the ultimate goal. But then basically like you already the whole belt system was basically broken down so that you had smaller goals mm. to eventually build up to your bigger goal. And that was and but also here's the thing, when I got my black belt, I was like, I did it and I had this huge sense of accomplishment and then like I didn't really know what to to do I was um 13 which is very young but I worked very hard at it <clears throat> I was 13 and I got my black belt and there was always this like thing of being like well you never stop learning our teacher would always tell us that even when you get a black belt you never start stop learning you are a first degree junior black belt okay. so I got dog hair on my face um <laughs> weird because there's no dog here <laughs> yeah no dog in here Shh. Doggy. um dog is eating his butt right now um he just, also has hair in his mouth also has hair in his mouth listen we're all dogs um but it was just, he was like you know you, you you never stop um learning but then there weren't really like black belt classes at the studio where i where i like grew up taking classes and i just kind of transitioned into teaching mm. and like you know, giving other people goals. And that was really awesome. But I, there was this part of me like all throughout high school. And that's also the, when I started getting into comedy and um, where I do think I took a lot of that goal setting mentality and put it into um, like, okay, well, I'm going to finish all the UCB classes. Um, but then that was also weird. Where once I finished all the classes, and I was in advanced study. It's not up to me whether I got onto like a UCB house team. Mm -hmm. So, and then that you get into that tricky place of like, how do I make a goal that's not in my control? Yeah. And I used to just stop doing this. And there was this point. It's it's actually, I'm now realizing I have a lot more to say about goals than I thought. But <laughs> but with my history of goals, and then I, because then um, I went to college and I realized that my goal wasn't to graduate. My goal was to like be a, a working actor and comedian. Yeah. So college kind of like, I ended up dropping out because it wasn't in line with my goals, but my goals were still kind of like large and nebulous. And then I started like doing goals by my birthday. Um, oh, that's fun! Which like it, a little gift to yourself. It was a, It felt like a gift to myself, and it felt like I could also mark. Like I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I do like my New Year is my New Year of like my birthday. So August seventeenth is sure. my New Year. You know, right? Um, 
And that worked really well, actually. I had like two years where I was like, oh, shit, I um, did a really good job this year. And it was just because I was like, I'm, by, my, by my 20th birthday, I want to have a monthly show or whatever. And then um, whenever I felt stuck, I would just be reminding myself of those goals. Mm. But then I got like larger representation and I started doing a lot of things and it was really fun to collaborate with people. And I was like, I want to do everything. I'm so interested in everything and everyone. And life is so exciting and full of everything that, I felt like even good things that happened or opportunities that I got were not because I was going after them. It's because I was doing other things and people were like giving me those opportunities and then I was taking them, which would lead to other opportunities, but it still wasn't goal oriented. Mm -hmm. And then that also made me feel a little like, well, am I just waiting for someone to give me something or whatever? And that also, you, you, you feel helpless. Um, so I, I was feeling, uh, and especially coming to L.A., like even moving to L.A., oh my God, I moved to L.A. in like the best way possible, but it was totally by accident. It was wild to see. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, <laughs> you did meet me on my second night, my first night here. Yeah. You met me on my first night here. It was, I just have never, I've grown up being so rigid and so like by the book and so like here is everything. Like I make lists to check my lists. Mm-hmm. Like everything is in its place and Mm -hmm. so like in comes you and I'm also like so introverted that I don't really talk to anybody right and so I met you you were so nice and then we ended up sharing Brussels sprouts Mm. together love them so much we ordered another one Mm -hmm. and probably some fries and then I was like I love this girl and then you were like yeah I don't really know where I'm staying I have like this week but then I I don't have a flight back oh yeah that was (laughs) so reckless also of me coming to I had there are moments, it's really wild, where sometimes I will have um, very low confidence in, in like myself or overall or, you know, how we do. But then there will be times of my life where I'll be like, the confidence I had was is astounding. <laughs> where I was like, I'll just go to L.A. and I'll figure it out. People in New York were like, we need to know where you're sleeping. And totally. I was like, I'll let you know. <laughs> like, I didn't, I knew that I had a cousin I could stay with for at least the first two weeks. Oh, and that's then, at least good. I have a passion yeah. to meet more people but like me I, I, I fall in love with you. I was like, well, in two weeks I'll find other people. <laughs> And instantly, the thing is, I never weirdly open my house to many people because, like, living with a roommate for so long, and it's like now I have my own space. And, yeah. Like I, ins- I, there was no way that I wouldn't like offer that to you because, like, when you find oh my God, someone, I love you. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, when you find people, I don't know if you do know what I mean because everyone loves you because you're so like you're able to bring everyone in. Mm. And with me, I have to be safe in order to feel like I can make a connection. So Mm. like when I met you, I felt really safe. And then instantly it was like, oh, I can trust this person, especially like our first hangout. It was like really trustworthy. And so I was like, yes, live with me. And that's like not a thing I would ever do, which is so fun to see like my growth with you like hey that's, so nice. that's really nice oh my god this is so fun <laughs> just getting compliments just get just like no but just being like oh yeah we are this was so nice um well also was well i mean i'll speak to like what you just said because i've been doing a lot of like specific self-work with my uh, myself in the past like two months um in a way that i haven't really before and there are a lot of like there's a lot of stuff coming up for me and i do you, this is I swear this will get back to like goals in a way, but um, because because it is because also the the new goal process that I'm working on, there's just a lot of like kind of unearthing how how I am, maybe why I am, and mm. um uh and thinking about that, and I and this also goes to someone was talking about like um I was talking to someone and they were like I don't say sorry anymore, 
Um, and at it, all? At, 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 like, unless I do something that, like, really, like, hurts somebody's feelings. And I'm like, hey, I am so sorry that I did that. I but, apologize to my furniture when I run into it. And then they <laughs> appreciate it. But, but here's the thing. But they were like, I, like, because the thing about saying sorry, especially if it's, like, a behavior that you want to change. Well, there's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. It's like, okay, cool. But actually what I'd love for you to hear is, hey, um. I, uh, that happened, and I'm going to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore. Ooh. I'm going to work on that to make sure it doesn't happen. Because sometimes, because then if I'm like, oh, Megan, I'm so sorry, like, what are you going to say? Uh, it's okay. But when it's it, like, well, it's actually not. Exactly. Maybe actually that wasn't okay. Maybe actually I'm like, hey, I see that I hurt you, and I see that I hurt your feelings, and I want to let you know right now that I am sincerely making an effort to never do that again. That- because I never want you to feel that way. Sounds so much better than an I'm sorry. Yeah. And then also what you it prompts you to be like, hey, I see that and I hear that. Thank you. Totally. And then that's better than I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Yeah, if someone says sorry and I don't think it's okay, I say I understand. Yeah, but then also the worst. But then but then because also like like, I hear you. But then even the person who's saying I'm sorry is like, okay, well then am I forgiven? And you're like, I don't Right. No. I don't know. You might I might need some time for forgiveness, and that's also okay. We can we can allow each other so much more time than we give each other just because texting is fast and like Amazon Prime delivers in one day or maybe same day like we can give ourselves more yeah, time your forgiveness for is things. not coming yeah. on your doorstep in two days because it's also not in your control and I think and that also comes back to goals and control and like a thing that I'm realizing a lot is that I love to take care of people mm. I love to take care of people I love um I feel uh, I feel useful. It is a thing of maybe like I feel needed, but I think that's because I'm like, oh, well, then they won't leave. Mm-hmm. Like if this person really needs me, um, if they like need to know what I say or they like need me to be at this thing, then like this is a friend that I'll have for a really long time. Yeah. And like you are, I would say maybe like, I would like, in, when I die, I'll probably be like, Megan was my first really like real adult friend that I felt like ready that I felt like, oh, this is good. I'm like doing a friendship good. This is a healthy friendship. We I are both in a is. great place to like have this friendship. Um, the same way that people will like go through relationships and be like, oh, mm-hmm. now I know what it is to be in a relationship seven relationships later or whatever. Yeah. So it is this thing of like, and I, and I do think that's like a mix of being in LA and doing this work and that kind of stuff. And it is like, I don't like, I don't need you. And I feel like you don't need me, which is amazing. Cause then that means that we choose yeah. to spend time together. Absolutely. And then like when I, when we want to spend time, like it's, it's better to like want someone than mm-hmm. to need. Yes. There's a difference between want and need. Yes, dad. Yes. You're welcome, mom. <laughs> <laughs> my dad like said that so much is burned into my brain. It was like about buyer's remorse. Like you said it really sweet, but he was like, there's you a don't. difference between want and need. And I was like, mm, so I get no toys? So I get no toys. Well, you don't need them. <laughs> you also don't need my love, so I'll never give it to you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my name is Scrooge. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to hate on your dad. Um, I don't know him, um, but I know you and I love that. Um when you yeah. I want to ask a little bit more about like specific goal setting because when I used to set goals not that they wouldn't that they would be like too lofty to happen but like the way that you set goals makes it so much more digestible and I think like a lot of people are like me in a way that's like here's a here's what a goal I want I want like this thing to happen by next year or by when I'm 30 I want this right versus being like what can you be in control of especially like in this industry when people are like I want to book one guest star right. role it's like you don't have 
that, that control. Yeah. But here's the thing that I'm also so so I will say that like I think I had a pretty good grasp on goal setting, um, through my life. Like I think I was pretty pretty good at that. Um, but I will say I started working with like a manager who was then giving me goals that felt like well that goal isn't in my control. Mm-hmm. Like you're asking me to like I think a goal for you should be to like book this thing or do or do this thing where it's like well that's not. Like, she, like she's like, you know, you should be trying to get up on, <clears throat> you know, you should uh, try to get up on these shows. You should be performing at least three, four times a week. And I was like, well, that's not in my control because I'm not booking myself on other people's shows. And that got really discouraging. Yeah. And I felt really stuck. And then I started taking this creative career coaching class with Betsy Capes. And I'm not going to give away all the secrets to her class um, because because she's amazing. And I'm also not even done the class yet. So it's like, yeah. it's a bit. But the thing that's really stuck with me that I... um that I will never forget is like, we were talking about your goals and I was like, speaking of a podcast, I was like, she was like, you know, what, what do you want in a year? And I was like, uh, I, th- I think, yeah, I think it'd be really great to have a podcast. I would love to have a podcast in a year. And she was like, do you, you think it'll take you a year to do that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can do it in two months. <laughs> like I could, she was like, let's give you three. And I was like, okay, that's good. And she's right. like, so if in three months you have a podcast, where will that podcast be in a year? And I was like, oh, shit, I guess I want to be getting some sort of money from it. And I want to have done three live shows and have and like have it be hosted on a podcast network. And mm-hmm. she was like, that's a goal. And yeah. I think I kept being like, oh, a year. Well, here's the thing that I think that feels really big for me now. Totally. So so that's that's the thing. But it's like, oh, actually, you can if you start planning out like if this is my year goal and you work backwards on three months, six months, nine months, it makes it feel so much more attainable. And I am so ex- I have some really big goals right now that mm-hmm. when I think about them, I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen. And she's been like, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about that right now because we'll break it down. Yeah. And like there is a way to break it down. There's a way to like work backwards. And there's also a way to let yourself dream bigger and so what she would say to the thing of being like well it's not in my control if someone's like you have to be performing three four times a week she's like but what but what is in your control and I was like oh I could every day I could email three shows yeah with my reel I could do a show and record it and then I that's the thing that is in my control is asking to be on a show right um it is in my control to host a show and like ask people to be on it who I know also host shows it is my, in my control to get people coffee and ask them, how did you get up on shows? Like, there are little goals and, like, little steps that you can take that are in your control. Totally. That do lead to that ultimate goal that feels wildly not, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, it's on your con- you, you You are not the casting director or, you know, Mrs. Head of a Company or Head of a Casting, you know, <laughs> agency. My or title. I'm Mrs. Mrs. Head, of, head, head of, of the Company. company. How can I help you? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it is. Um, but... <laughs> A uh, good joke was just a fact. Um, <laughs> okay, and like this sky is blue. I got, 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 got. But but you know you can't just be like uh, it's not up to you whether you get that guest star or that supporting role. But it is up to you to email your agent and be like, hey, just so you know, this is my goal. Um, it is yeah. in your control to be like, hey, agent, do you have any acting classes that you recommend? Or like, I'm going to get other people coffee. It's so important to ask other people, how did you do this? Yes. Because we all have different answers because none of this is linear or makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking about? This is going to be a little tangential. But sure. Like, hi, this is the pod. Here we are. You know what I was thinking the other day? is like, what? You, we're never 
no one sees our entire life besides us. Mm. Like when you and me are together, it's like, okay, our, our little circles are kind of hitting each other now. But then like after this, we'll go our separate ways and then I'll be by myself that no one is there with me and then I'll see somebody else and then our lives will go together. When you really think about it, like no one sees everything of your life besides you. Right, which is probably healthy. <laughs> yeah. Probably good. Well, yeah, it's just, it's wild to me. Because also you can't see what's going on in someone's head. You know, and I think that, and I think, and I think that is just so much more of a thing that people think about because of social media, but mm-hmm. it's because you can actually document so much. You could do a live stream, but I'm not live streaming the thoughts that are going in your head. Mm. If you see someone having a successful live stream happening, you have no idea that in their head they're like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. This is going very poorly. I shouldn't have live streamed my whole day. A you know live I mean? stream of conscious. I wonder if that would be bad to watch. I think you should keep it to yourself. I'm not going to do you it. You know, I think someone should keep it because like those are your thoughts. Like you got to keep some things for yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. But it is good to know that like people don't. And also, when you see someone get something really big, you don't know, hey, that was that person's three-year goal. And oh they've actually God. been doing these little things. Yeah. And that's not like poo-poo, you should be doing that. But it's like, you no, know, a lot of stuff doesn't happen overnight. And you also don't know um, what people's resources are and, and how they made their goals and how they went about getting their goals. And like, and at the end of the day, what can you control? Yeah. You can control yourself, your mindset. Yeah, there's yeah. a, like, I guess a new agey saying. I mean, everything rhymes in, like, the new age philosophy. Because you gotta remember it. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't translate well. It it's does. just for the English people. <laughs> it's just for all the posters and the merch. Yeah. But there's a thing that says, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And mm. that's basically what you've been saying. And I think it's so smart to see a goal that way versus being like, I want this thing somewhere in the future to be like, well, what can I control that I can do to make that dream happen, to make that goal happen. Because a lot of my friends even too are just like, I want this thing. And it's like, cool, do it. But then like, they'll never do it. Right. And so they start taking these tiny things like emailing your agents or yeah. asking people for coffee. It's all these tiny things that can help you get to, it's like a little amuse-bouche for your goal. Yeah. You're just warming up your appetite. It is. And it's like, and you gotta, and, the, and there's a difference between making a goal and then making action plans. And like, what do you mean? Like, there's a difference between being like, okay, my goal today, like, like, uh, or just say like, I have a goal. I'm gonna make it like real small, but like, my goal is make lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, I, I need it's a big one for me. Yeah, sure. But it's like, okay, well, do I have food in the fridge? Yeah. Um, do I know what I want to make? Do yeah. I like actually? It's like, okay, Google, um, Google recipes for like Google recipes for fun sandwiches. Um, Fun sandwiches. I don't want a boring sandwich if I'm making it. Um, Go to the store. Pick them up. Like... But if you're like, make lunch, and then you get to, totally. I'm going to do it right now. I'm making lunch now. And you don't have any of the things because maybe that was a big goal. It's like, and that's when you're like, oh, I failed. Right. Like, oh, I didn't get this thing. Or I don't know how I, how, I don't know how I'll get this thing, so I might as well not even try. Yeah. Um, uh, or I... I won't even try to ask other people how they did it or how they got around to it or whatever. Um, I'll have no community. I'll have no accountability partner. I will just rough it alone. Um, That sucks. If you're doing anything alone because you think that's how it should be or because you feel – or you feel like you don't need help from people. Mm. It, okay, yeah, yeah, you don't need help, but it is nice to have help. So you can want help. Yeah. That's the need versus want again. Anytime you're, I think, making any decision that is out of fear 
um, or out of like pride or ego of being like, well, I don't want to ask this person because I don't want them to think that I need help. You can just be like, hey, I would love your help. I would really appreciate your help and time on this. You can be grateful. You can be thankful. And if they say no, you can be respectful. And it's not a rejection on your whole life. Yeah. Um, but usually people are very flattered when you ask them for help. It makes them feel useful. Yeah. You are giving a gift to somebody when you ask for help or, you know, or advice. And like, don't be a dick about it. Don't be like, hey, can you help me move my whole house and I won't be there. I'm going to be in the Bahamas. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> That's you know. so horrible. Yeah, I would say, no, thank you. I'll get to that. Thank you. Accountability partners are so important. I remember when I was like losing weight, I would work out with my roommate and that mm -hmm. would work out really well. Sure. But now I live alone and I, I just started making goals with another one of my friends and we were like, how much money would we not want to pay if mm. we didn't do our goals? And I was like, okay, if you don't do that thing, I was trying to like be there for him and I've like never been in like a creative course. What did you even say? Collaboration? Creative course. What? I've also never oh, been in collaboration. <laughs> I've never been in collaboration. Creative path. A I just like creative career course is technically what <laughs> the I'm CCC. doing. Yeah, the CCC. Yes. So I didn't do that. And so I was like, okay, okay, yeah, money sucks. So pay me money if you don't do your thing. Mm -hmm. And I I was like, how much money is a bad thing? Like I was, I was like, pay me $100. And he was like, I mean, I've paid someone $100 to not do something before. And I was like, fine, 250 yeah. And he was like, I okay. I yeah. don't want to do that. So we both made a goal. Whoa. And we're going to have to pay each other $250 if we don't do our thing by, I think, October 4th. Whoa. Wait, but if you're paying him and he pays you. We just, it's a scratch. We don't really have to pay each other. It out. But it, like, there are apps like that also. Oh, where, like, mean? where you pay. Yeah, there's an app. Because I was looking into this. Oh, like, puts your money in escrow. Or, or like you give them money and if you complete all like the workout stuff, you make more money than what you put in. But if you don't, then like they keep the money. Oh, interesting. So you're like investing in, yes, yeah, so like, and you can, and the more money you give them up top, the more money you'll also make back. So like you can give them a thousand dollars, but it's like, you're not getting that a thousand dollars back if you don't like, if you don't work out the amount that you said that you would work out. You're also making your own goal. Who knows? Um, I mean, the, the app, like you have to check in, um, how do they know? I don't know, but they, I think there is a thing of like physically checking in at the gym mm, and you stuff. You just drive by. Yeah, but then Not like. saying you should. But why are I'm you just... spending all that time like <laughs> trying to, and I don't even know if you make that much for that to be worth it. I don't know. I just know that like it is like for, for example, for, so one of my goals for the year, um, I have like a fitness track. So it's that, and when I really thought about it. I was like, I just want fitness and like just working out just to be a more normal part of my lifestyle I don't want like going to the gym to ever feel like oh my god I have to go work out because I hate my body mm -hmm. or like as I feel but I don't want to I just wanted to be like oh the same way that I brush my teeth and I eat lunch and I um like check Instagram I also work out like that's just what it is so by the end of the year I will have completed 212 workouts Whoa! and that like or not by the end of this year but like my year goal is 212 <laughs> you're, just, you're doing squats right yeah, just now just constantly oh yeah I am <laughs> in a pool of sweat like a swimming pool dive on in water is salty um, uh, but I, I was like and if I do that that averages out to three to five workouts a week cool. and I'm saying a workout is anything where I am like sweating and my heart rate is up so that could be even if it's like a 10 minute run or something phone call or a phone call um but like a hike or like a hike with friends or like doing something with other people um giving that as a gift to myself and that is a measurable goal so it's not like i just want it to be more of a lifestyle that's my goal is just to be healthier right it's like well how can i measure that yes that's been my goal for so long and it doesn't ever work yeah that's 
Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna pick a number. That will be really good. Yeah, and it's nice to it's nice to have to have goals with people and to be like you know and to do things with with friends. I mean, I like I joined a CrossFit gym and it has been really fun to go. Not because I like love CrossFit. I think I think it is a fun workout. I'm not like I'm not really like addicted to any kind of like working out thing. I think I just generally like um, doing karate. My body is kind of like it's fit to kind of do any sport fine. Like it's not like oh, I'm amazing. I'm amazing at one thing. I have like a swimmer's body. It's like, I don't have a swimmer's body, but I could swim. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I don't have like a, I'm not like built, built for CrossFit, but like I can, I can do it. So it's less about like, I love this specific sport, but more about like, Oh, the people here, I want to go because I want to see Katie and Cole. Yeah. You know, I want to see like, I want to, you know, I want to go to my boxing class or even like I teach boxing now. And it's really fun to see the same faces who come and take the class. Oh, cool. And then even that feels like not as much of a job. It feels like, right. oh, I get to see Chris. Yeah. Like, how you doing? Hey, um, do you, uh, Katie, Chris, and Cole? Katie, Chris, all real people. I'm saying all real people. I'm saying all real people. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, Steph has been taking my Tuesday, Thursday. She loves it. She has got a dog named Susan. Um, <laughs> okay. Susan. Susan. And I, I, and I am closer with her because she's been taking the class and she's happy about it. She now loves boxing and it's like, it is fun. I, I liked, and so I was like, wow, this is, I have, I'm talking so, we're talking about goals, and I've just spent so much time talking about how much I like working out with people. Yeah, and it's community. like, a community. And it's like, oh, if I like that so much, I should make that a goal for that to be a consistent part of my life. Totally. Because it does make me happy. And it's a part outside of career. Yeah. That I can have my own goals with. Yeah. And my goal isn't a weight number. I think that gets tricky for me because I have like eating disorder stuff, or I've like had it. And so, like saying, or I still have it. It never really goes away. Fun. Um, but like, but for me, it's like, oh, I don't, I never want to be like, I have to weigh this amount of weight. Cause for me, that doesn't work yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, I, uh, usually never get anywhere close and I end up, um, oh, just yeah. like hating myself, yeah. um, which is the opposite of what that goal is. That's the other thing. I want to take a break, but right when we come back, I yeah. really want to talk about like what happens if we don't hit a goal because mm. that is detrimental. Oh, I got ideas. Okay. We take a quick break yeah. while Addie gives us an extra piece of advice you could find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram and we'll be right back. Woo! Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And we are back talking about goals. In the break, you had mentioned something that I'd never heard of. Yeah, it's uh, a movie about someone running. Yes, uh, Brittany runs a marathon. I, um, I, uh, oh my God, it has Jillian, um, oh my God, what's her last name? Um, Jillian Bell? Yes. Okay. Yes, you nailed it. Great. Yeah, right? Jillian Bell, right? Clementine? Oh, man. Wait, can you start that over? I do want to know her name. Because <laughs> I should know, because she also, she's great. She's friends with... Um, You're friends. <laughs> no, she's friends with, uh, with like, um, Nick and... Is it Jillian Bell? Betsy runs a marathon? Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell? Yeah. Um, um, Brittany runs a marathon. Brittany runs yeah. a marathon. It's called Brittany Runs a Marathon. It just came out. I I was having a down night last night, and I was going to go to Fred 62, which I love, and then I was parking, and I parked in front of the Los Feliz Theater, and oh. I was like, well, let me just see what movie's playing, and there were a bunch of movies p- playing at that moment, and I had seen a glimpse of Brittany Runs a Marathon, and I, I love Jillian Bell was in it um and I was like okay well let me just go watch that and so like I got a uh, popcorn and diet coke and a bag of Reese's and I went in and just I watched this. this really nice movie I love that theater and the thing that I liked about the movie I I Instagram storied it I had some people respond where someone was like oh did you like that movie there were a lot of people like talking about fat shaming with it mm. and I I personally did not feel that way watching the movie but also I am not necessarily someone who is going to like feel that way and I also think that if whatever people take from movies is super valid apparently though a lot of the fat shaming comments were coming from people who had just watched the trailer and not the whole movie and uh we during the break were kind of just talking about like running and goals in general um with the wonderful producer Clementine Mm -hmm. who's running many half marathons who's running a half marathon and and she was saying like you know it's wow half marathon that's so many miles but when you break it down it's like you know you can um uh, it's it, it's so great uh, that it's very achievable. And it was not great for me. It's not good for you. Mile eight, I was weeping. As you should. I was like, I could go back, but it would be farther to go back than to go forward at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I like, just had to keep running. That's like, um, oh my God, I hate dumb blonde jokes uh, because they have not really aged well. But there was that one of being like the a, like a brunette swam like like the like a river like there was a river you needed to swim across and the brunette swam across uh the um the I love the, this joke the other person with the other the redhead I guess is another hair color swam across and then the blonde swam halfway and said I'm too tired and swam back <laughs> is is like yeah is this the joke um just making fun of women with different hair colors is uh you know is is, is the joke um that is the joke the joke is that women are uh, dumb but if they dye their hair a different color then all of a sudden they're not anymore that's the joke that I was you know that we're raised on um but anyway uh, in Britney runs a marathon it's like she decides to like run you know run run the marathon and it is really less about she even says like it's not about like winning the race it's just about finishing yeah and um and it's about the process of it and honestly oh my god i don't like spoil the movie but it's it it becomes very much not a goal oriented movie and what you really see is just someone who is looking at herself and tackling herself and just kind of like making changes in her life and it's and it like starts from this running goal but like I think it's a really beautiful movie and kind of like homage to anyone who's making goals and is sticking to them and how that is difficult and like stuff comes up and you change um you you change and and it's not ultimately always smooth and easy and I think that's also really great to see I also think like she like they show emotional eating and kind of like binge eating in a way that 
is not a joke. It's just very much like this is this person's struggle with food. And um, and I think that was really awesome for me to see on screen yeah. as someone who suffers from that. And like I like, you know, sometimes eating a sometimes just like eating a meal can always depending on where I am, I'm either eating a meal because I'm hungry or it is a battle and I'm trying to like not overeat and like not binge and not purge and like um, and I have to like call people or I need help, you know, yeah. and and to see that. Um, to see her get sad or feel an emotion and then reach for food and not like in a, oh my God, I'm so sad. I'm going to eat all this ice cream, mm. uh, which is kind of like the LOL joke that is kind of around it. But of her being like, her also being like, I don't, I don't want to do this. This doesn't make me happy. This isn't actually like a yeah positive thing and how her friendships change. And, um, and it affected, it affected me in a positive way. I want to start running now. <laughs> like, I'm like, you wait, can. I can run a marathon. Like, you can. wait, I could do that. And like, that would be fun. And it's like, well, that feels like a fun goal. I'll cheer you on from the do. side. Yeah. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to run a marathon, but I, I think I'd like to run a half. That could be fun. Um, Fine. I'll do it with you. Okay. Oh, really? Sure. Could be fun. Oh, now it's oh on no, record. now we're doing it. Oh no, Clementine just threw her hands up in the air. We just, we just, okay, sure, our way into running a half yeah, marathon. marathon. Yeah, okay, oh yeah, oh, okay, okay, sure. Yeah, like your place tomorrow? Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah! I, wait, my wait. legs are gonna cry. I think my, my, one time I went to a psychic and she said, if you run anymore, you will be paralyzed. And I'm not kidding. But I well eventually because that's what death is. You don't move anymore. So she got that right. Your whole life is paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to talk about two things. Mm. Also, that that sounds incredible. I am definitely going to watch a movie. I also love watching movies alone. Yeah, so good. And going to the movie theater, it's really nice. I remember you know you can't oh, be yeah. on your phone or anything. Yeah, not like a Netflix at home. That's yeah. all the time. That's all the time. Yeah, but yeah. Going to a physical movie theater by yourself is so. The last time I did that was with Pitch Perfect, and I mm. had a great time. The the, the one that I saw before. Before that was at the same theater. I like to go to that theater alone a lot. Um, and it was that um, black and white movie that was really like sad and bleak and um, be- and beautiful. Not Casablanca. <laughs> um, you like Frankenstein? Yeah. No. Um, I, man, I can't remember it. If you're watching, um, you'll know what I... It's like two artists who keep coming back to each other. And it's black and white and white. It's and black and white. Right. Black and white. <laughs> And foreign and um, and my cousin really like it's not called Rome. It's some man. God, it's called Rome. I nailed it. It's yeah. called Rome. <laughs> you were saying, I knew it. It's like I don't I, think you did. And and it was very good, but it was a very heavy to watch alone. And yeah. it is it was very artsy that I would have liked to talk to someone about it, but <laughs> no one had seen it. Um so it wasn't great for the stories. Anyways, uh Brittany Runs a Marathon is um recommended watching for uh, accompanying this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot wait to watch it after this. Cannot the wait. other thing I wanted to say is mm. a thing called habit stacking. I read this book oh. that I forgot what it was called. But oh what was it called? Habit stacking. <laughs> sure. The <we're>, book. <laughs> <laughs> habit stacking. The book about habits. Yeah, also called Rome. <laughs> but basically they're saying if you want to implement something into your life, instead of, they usually say that like it takes, what, 20 or 30 days to make a habit. Sure. Yeah, like the book was like, that's not really that right. It just depends on like how often you do it so that how how much your body is used and like your psyche is used to doing it. So mm. like we're used to waking up and then brushing our teeth or especially waking up and going on Instagram. Like that's what almost uh, everybody yeah. does. So a fun thing that you can do to habit stack is the habit, you've already done two habits. You've woken up, habit number one. Number two, you've gone on Instagram. A the, stack is forming. And now we're getting a stack. <laughs> and now a third one, you could be like, after I 
get on Instagram, then I will blank in oh. blank location. So you know like where you're doing it, what you're doing, and when Pee you're doing it. Pee in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a, a game of Clue, but for goals. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like, if yeah, and if that's After your After I third- curdle mustard, wake up. <laughs> Look on Instagram. I will take pipe, and I I will I will take the pipe, and I will go to the library. (laughs) (laughs) That is where I will be till the end of the game. Doing nothing but (laughs) sitting reading a book with a pipe as a bookmark. That's right. What a weapon! I didn't say it. You you don't know what happened. Okay, so sorry. That was. I just had a lot of fun with that. Please continue. This really actually interesting thing that you're saying. (laughs) Number one, habit. Wake up. Number two, Instagram. Number three, pee in the bathroom. Then you're like, oh, I want to be. uh, I want like my thighs to be more toned. So you go after I pee in the bathroom. Then I will do twenty squats. Sure. And then you can go and just don't don't stack too many new habits because it needs to be something that you can implement all the time that like Whoa. without fail you will do yeah yeah so then yeah. after you do the squats and you go okay then I like make coffee which I always do and then I go to work which I always do and then I compare myself which I always do and then you're good then right. you've stacked your habit and then once that becomes your norm then you can stack another one yeah I mean this makes a lot of sense because I and it's been hard to get into because when I was living in New York I had a habit of going to the gym because it fit. I, I worked 10 to 6 at, um, at at my startup day job. And I I was working with this personal trainer who I really loved. Um, and her main thing, she was just like, like it was a personal training where like, we just check in with each other. And she's like, I just want you to go to the gym uh, five times a week and get That's all. <laughs> what, 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 like the goal. And like, if you can just g- go to the gym five times a week and just be on like the treadmill or the elliptical for 50 minutes. And I was like, what? That's 50 minutes. I was like, that's a lot. She was like, you just, just stay on it. Just be on it. You don't have to, you don't have to go super hard. You don't have to do like, and I, I was, I also came to her being like, I want to get fit. Sure, like, sure. I wasn't, she was doing her job. Like she was doing her job, but I, but I was like, that's so much. Yeah. She was like, you can walk the 50 minutes. You can jog. You can be on elliptical. You can do whatever you want. Just don't get off. And that made the bar so low mm. where I didn't have to be like, I have to go have a good workout. It was like, I just have to stay on there. And I actually have this like almost spiritual relationship to the elliptical now because I, you can be on your phone or read a book yeah, um, because your hands don't have to be moving and you're staying still and like you're stabilizing. So um, it became this place where like, I would just like get music and just get on there. And it became this place where I actually had a ton of some of my favorite like comedy bits that I've done on stage have been ideas that I had while on the elliptical because like cool. blood was pumping and I was there. Um, and it was this gym that was in between my house and work. So I would like get on my bike, bike to the gym, work out, take a shower at the gym, go to work. I had a huge backpack and all my stuff was in there. Um, but it was this like it was this routine. And then was, all I had to do was get out of the house. And then also I would make it a habit to get a cold brew from the Dunkin' Donuts next door. And then I became like good friends with the guy who worked at Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Um, uh, his name uh, his name is Raul. And he was like, <laughs> and I actually miss him because I saw him so much. And then like if I wasn't going to the gym and I would see him in the afternoon, he'd be like, where are you in the morning? And then I was like, man, I got to go yeah. say hi to Raul and then go to the gym. And it was a habit. I was forming this really healthy, fun habit. Totally. Um, and now, like, my life has changed. My, like, lifestyle has changed. I work from home. Um, there is an elliptical in the building, but it's, like, the building next door. So it's just, so it is very easy for me to roll out of bed and sit right at my desk. Yeah. And not, like, get up and, and put on gym clothes. I can effectively work naked or in my underwear or, what, or a chicken suit. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I don't have to put on, um, which is changing my 
habits. And I and that's I love habit stacking because I'm about to do that. Oh, I'm do thinking. It. I'm already thinking so much about like what I can do. It's the best. Yeah. And it's almost like what you were talking about earlier where it's like you have a big year goal and then you break it down into three months, six months, nine months. Yeah. It's the same thing with like a big goal. It's like the big goal is getting to the gym. But Mm -hmm. okay, what can we do habit wise to get us to the gym? It's like in the the night before you wake up, put your clothes out. So it's like kind of inspiring. It's less hard. You can just put them on. Put them on. And then the I think the book was like, just put the shoes on. All you need to do is put the shoes on. Mm. Great. The shoes are on. Now all you need to do is get to the gym. Yeah. You just got to get there. Just got to get there. So it's like I think tiny little. That's what was great about the 50 minutes. But she was like, then you'll just be used to going to the gym for 50 minutes. And then when I throw you a like dumbbell exercise or like a different kind of workout um, that like might take 50 minutes or a little under, like you will already have a habit of going to the gym, I of see. getting there and like. And then even on a day that you don't really don't feel like it. And I will say there was one day that I remember my he- my um, I did not have headphones. I was really depressed. Like I was very, very down. And I got to the gym. I was proud of myself for getting there. Yeah. And I was on the elliptical for 10 minutes. And the music they were playing at the gym made me want to uh, commit murder. And I uh, was so sad. I called my dad. And like this is when I was in New York. My parents were in Philly. And, I, and my dad was like, you want me to? Do you want me to come up and help you clean your room? And like he drove, he was like, I'll be there in two hours. And he like wow. drove and just, he was like, let's just finish a thing. I'll be there. I really just kind of slept while he just kind of moved stuff around. <laughs> like the room didn't effectively get that clean, but but that was even a thing of like, even when I was feeling low, I still got there. And then like, I was proud of myself for doing that. I didn't feel like a failure and I could be like, okay, actually, if I want to really take a look at myself and take care of myself right now, I can't be here. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, but I went, and that was how that was how much that habit was enforced. Yeah, um, yeah. And here's the thing of what I think you were saying of like what happens if you don't complete a goal. Mm-hmm. A thing that um, uh, Brent Forrester, if you ever if you like Dynasty Typewriter, where I do co-host a monthly show, yes, they have they have these great events called Go Day, where um, it's like during the day on Saturday, like the second Saturday of the month, and um, it's where I found out about this career coaching thing. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because this year's Ameda was talking about it. Um, Brent Forrester is this awesome screenwriter and just, like, great guy who is there every month and talks. And uh, he was saying that he's like, if you schedule your workouts a week in advance, and I think this goes with any habit, if you schedule it in advance, even if you only do it 70%, that is 70% more than 0%. Yes. You still went. Like, you still did it. So I think even with the goal, like, I have some year goals where, like, for example, for money, I was, like, have $50,000 in savings. I don't really know how I'm going to do that and what that would look like. And I might lower it to a lower number. I don't know. But if I am still working towards that and effectively thinking, like even if I get to the year and just say I have $15,000 securely in savings, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, remarkably lower than 50,000, that is still 15,000 that I did not have before. Right. You know, do you think that you're going to, like, what's your tactic there? Are you going to do, like, 30% in savings and the rest, like, for you and bills? Or, like, do I you mean, have a... I mean, at the moment, the tactic isn't really figured out. A lot of my actions right now are just, like, call mom, ask advice. Sure. Call friend, ask advice. Call Megan, ask advice. Yeah. Um, uh, book three national commercials would help. And then it's like, okay, well, that's not... And then I had to do that breakdown of, like, make sure my commercial agents know I want to book three national commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, make that a top priority. Uh, what else ask them what do you need me to do yeah that'll make it easier for you to push me for these auditions um yeah so it's like making goals that are kind of scary but that's the thing about things if something scares you that means that it's 
worth it. Yes. It means that you care about it. And why would you ever waste your time on earth doing things you don't care about? Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you have chills? Jesus. Addy. Stop. Don't blame the water you're swimming in for making you wet. (laughs) Addy said that the other day on my balcony and Amanda and I were just like, oh my God. Where did you hear that from? And I was like, I think I, I think I made it up. Okay, yeah. before we wrap up. Oh, no. I know. So sad all the time. All the time. Because we got to stop talking to each other it's- forever now. <laughs> <laughs> if if you don't, have you ever not, like, achieved a goal that you set out for yourself? Oh, yeah. All of my birthday goals this year. I felt so down. I made, and because you know what also kept happening? I kept changing my goals. Mm. So I, I kept making these big goals for my birthday. And then I kept changing them. And uh, which just made it, like, harder to complete them. Um, and then I, uh, and then I got to my birthday and I, uh, was crying to my mom being like, I feel like I did absolutely nothing this year. And she was like, I'm going to make you a list of all the things you did, which was like, awesome. So sweet. Great mom. So sweet. She made me this list, but that was the list that made me be like, Hmm, I didn't goal set. Yeah. These were these really great things. Like for example, move to LA. Well, like I moved to, I, I booked a commercial. I had enough money to move to LA, get a car, furnish my apartment, Holy fuck. Yeah. I'm co-hosting an awesome show at Dynasty Typewriter with two amazing friends and comedians. Wow, that's an incredible thing to accomplish. But I didn't plan any of that. Mm-hmm. I came to, I really kind of came to LA on a whim, being like, I'm just going to visit for two months because I need to get out of New York. It was like a, it was like a, a, a gut move. Yeah. And then I was like, I really like it here. I'm just going to stay. And then even the booking of the commercial was just like, I was just going on commercial auditions. I just happened to book one in December and the check ended up clearing like mid my trip here, which made me have the funds to be like, Oh, I can actually look at an apartment. And then my friend, Nick Kocher was like, Hey, if you're staying here, do you want to co-host a show? Mm -hmm. And like, we were friends. I was like, Oh sure. And then we got a producer who was like, Hey, actually, I think you guys should do the show at dynasty typewriter. We're like, okay, we'll try that out. And like, so these are all things like, Oh, it's wonderful how one thing leads to another. That's awesome. But none of them were goals. And I was like, I, I, I can make, can you imagine if I had made goals? Yeah. If those things had happened and I also had made goals? Yeah. Really cool. And also what if those things hadn't happened, you know? So it's like, I, it was awesome. It was very great for my mom to make that list because it really did show me like, you know, there were, there were things that I did have as goals, but I wasn't actually working on them. I just said they were goals. And that made me feel like a failure who couldn't complete goals. And it's like, yeah. well, I actually didn't help myself. Yeah. There's a thing that, that my parents would tell me growing up, being like, help us help you. What do you, are you hungry? What do you want? Tell me what you need. Tell me what you want right now. Ask, speak in requests. It was a big thing my dad would say. Oh, Don't just be like, I'm thirsty. Be like, hey dad, can you get me a glass of water? He might say, hey, you can go get it yourself. Right. Like he might do that, but he might also be like, hey, sure, I'm going that way anyway. And right. like, you speak in requests. So there is that. And if you think about speaking in requests to yourself, that is a goal. Mm. Hey, Addy, um, I'm, gonna, I'm asking you like to do this goal. And then when you write goals of like by October 24th, 2020, I have complete, like October 24th, 2020, I have completed 212 workouts. Like not be like, I will, I'm going to. Yeah. Just at this time, I have. Yeah, like future journaling. Future, yeah, which is what Amanda was talking about with future oh, journaling, that's what, which yes. is interesting. I know I didn't do it yet, but yeah, essentially mm-hmm. you like journal as if things have already happened to you. I wrote in my journal about future journaling, but I didn't future journal. <laughs> it's the first step. <laughs> I know, but I also, but that thing, the meditation that we did also where like 
I led Megan through like a guided meditation where like you basically kind of talk to your older self. Yeah. And I and it's twenty years. And I also got that from the from the class. Um, I I think it's okay that I'm saying as much as I am. I think so too. I think, but it was nice to be like it's twenty years because I think with future journaling, the only thing that made me be like ah eh, maybe not for me is that with future if I'm future journaling too too much. And it's more about this is what will happen, but I'm not also taking time to make action plans yes. on three months, six months, nine months. That to me is setting myself up for failure. Absolutely. But if I'm future journaling as an 80-year-old version of me, <laughs> that's pretty fun. <laughs> and that that could be really fun. What would 80-year-old me, and especially for 80-year-old me to be like, I am a boss lady. <laughs> I am 80 and my skin is pretty good. <laughs> I can still climb a mountain. Okay, like, okay, 80 year old Addie. She's got big goals, but it's like, okay, if I, then I'm almost like, okay, if I want to be an 80, if I see myself as an 80 year old who climbs mountains, I should really be going to the doctor once a year and checking on my knees. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like taking my health seriously. I think that the the meditation that you led me through, which was 20 years in the future, and then mm-hmm. I've done some work at like some development seminars that has like asking our little kids what we want. Mm. I think that really helps too, especially, this is not like really goals, but just kind of like listening to yourself. Yeah. It's like, ask your 40 year old self something, ask your 10 year old self something, what do yeah. you need? And I think that'll like, like bring down a lot of anxiety that people like me have a lot. Just yeah. Like hyper worried all the time. Which I think makes sense because as humans, we have to be super aware of what's happening right now. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know what's happening right now, you will get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. Mm-hmm. Like, this is ingrained yeah. in our in our souls, you know? So, like, w- if, if you are someone who is like, I'm really anxious about what's happening now, what's happening in the future, that's because you came from cave people who, if they weren't worried about what was happening right now, they'd get eaten. If they weren't worried about saving food for the future, they would, they would starve. Yeah. You know, like, it's in our... It is survival instinct, but mm-hmm. it's like, how can we understand that and not let our survival instinct take over Instagram? You know? That would be good to know. Okay, Addison, which is not your name, but I love calling you it. I know. We're really trying to wrap this podcast up, right? <laughs> and I keep being like, but before we do, six-minute monologue. <laughs> I, wanna, I want us to go around and give one... Mm. Not really one tip of advice, but like one closing remark, whether it's a tip or a like of insight or a cautionary tale, anything that helps people with goals, either setting them, achieving them or getting over when they can't um, execute them. I would say my advice is to do it with someone else. Mm. There's a study where like if you made a goal, if someone if you like said your goal, there was a 50 percent chance that you would do the goal. If you made the goal and you had an accountability partner um, that you like talked to about it and you know you guys held each other accountable, ninety-five uh, percent success rate. Yeah, of people achieving the goal, ninety-five percent. So I say, if you have a goal, don't be scared to talk about it with someone else, and don't be scared, especially if you're making that year goal. It is fun to tell your friend. Do you think you could do that in three months? Yeah. Do you think you could do that sooner? It was really fun to do it with you. It was incredible because I. You, it's the same exact thing that you had said, like everything that happened to me in the past, like it does feel like, I mean, we work really hard and things happen to us because we put the work in, Sure, but we're not 
like I've made goals before. I always make uh, New Year's. I always make goals like uh, short term goals and then long term goals. But like I never revisit them until it's the next time to write the goals. So it's like, oh, did this thing happen that I wanted a long time ago? And a, a lot of times it has happened. But if I was like consistently working on it three, six, nine months in, like yeah. I would have achieved them. And so when we were doing it, yeah. I like I had mentioned something that I've always wanted, but I, I really didn't think it was like in the cards for me until kind of somebody else did it for me. Mm. Um, and then you were like, what if you did this one thing? And it like, yeah. it truly like, in the last podcast with Patrick Starr, he was like saying, uh, when you know, you know mm. about uh, a passion and a business. It's like, I know I've always wanted to do that. And I feel like so much of my life I've been kind of trying to figure out other ways that I could do other things. Yeah. When I know that I'm, like, I'm good at all these other things, but like I really have a passion for this one thing. This is huge foreshadowing for <laughs> your October 2020 goal. <laughs> it really is. But it's like, it, even I, I reconnected with a person that I haven't seen in six years mm. and they came over to my house and they were like, you've always done this. You've always been this person. And like, is this the next thing? People are going to be like, Megan's going to own 30 cats by October. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you've, you've always been this you've person. You've always been this person. You've always loved cats, <laughs> having them, throwing them around, rubbing your face in their fur. Oh my yeah. God, crap. And I also will, I, oh, I'm sorry to be dragging this on. I hope this is helpful. Um, but the other thing, and you can look this up anywhere. Uh, if, if a goal is a smart goal, means that yes. a goal has to be S specific. So you, you, you can't just be like, I want to be happy. It's got to be, or, or, or even just be like, I want to, I want to be a writer on a TV show. It's like, um, or or like I want to be I want to be a paid writer. It's like I want to be a writer on a sitcom. Right, like that's like specific, not confining, not like I want to be a writer on like this specific thing. I want to be a writer on this Michael Scorsese movie. Like, yeah. um, just but you know, make it specific. M is measurable. That's why I did the workout numbers. I was like, I want I want my goal to be that I have a better relationship with working out, but it has to be measurable. So yeah. I will measure it in numbers. Um, so I will have, and it has to, you either have to be able to do it or you don't. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. That's the one that was like mind blowing. That's to me. the one. Cause then, yeah. Cause then that's, uh, yeah. And also this is reminding me when you said short term and long term, cause uh, it's like, what does long term mean? Mm. Right. And yeah. then achievable, it has to feel achievable. Doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you know that it is because you can't, because you can't know the future, but it has to feel achievable. I'm not making my year goal president, you know? Yeah. But I could be like, oh, city council person, like sure. if that was your goal. Um uh and then uh SMA are relevant. So again, you're not gonna if you if your goal is um you know, I wanna um I wanna be a city councilman, you're you're not gonna make a goal like I want to make a thousand cupcakes yeah. you know unless that is somehow relevant to you but I don't <laughs> see it being relevant unless you're city councilman of cupcakes and then um T is time time sensitive they have to be it, you that so long term what does long term mean does it mean a year right then let's say a year um there was a goal that I made and I was talking about it and I was like this feels more like a two-year goal actually mm-hmm. and it's like cool if that's two years then what is the one year you know right um and also I want everyone to know Cause like I, I was even when I was driving over here, I was like, do I want to tell everyone what my goals are? And I was like, I don't know because it's vulnerable Yeah, to say I want to do something is both admitting that you don't have it now, yeah. which is admitting lack, which is vulnerable. And also it's admitting that you care about something and that something it does mean something to you. And that means that, and, and that is just vulnerable in general. It's like when you tell someone you like them, like that's putting yourself out there. Um, so this all goes back to the thing that you asked me was what was the one thing I want to say but it's like tell someone involve yeah. someone in it be vulnerable with that person share goals and like 
And then like go and like go get it. Let's fucking go. And go get that bread. And, like, go get that bread. Go make the bread. If the bread, <laughs> if making the bread is your goal, go make the bread. <laughs> I love it, Addie. Thank you so very. Wait, much. what was yours? What's what? Oh, my piece of advice. Yeah, you said we said we're gonna go around, which just means <laughs> just a, a line. <laughs> That's the two of us. <laughs> I loved your goal so, or uh, your like S M A R T so much. And the accountability thing that I almost don't want to um, say anything because I think I was going to say make it like make them smaller goals because Mm. like when I would goal set, it would just be huge. And then I wouldn't really have action items. I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to tackle those things. So I think like make them less daunting, like make it so you can achieve it. There's a book that's called Make Your Bed and it's it's written fully. I don't know why so many pages just to tell you like if you make your bed the first thing in the morning, you already like have one win under your belt. Then yeah. it gets you to just keep on winning for the rest of the day. Yeah. It's like a 80 page book. Yeah. It could really be a picture. Oh no, book. I already lost. <laughs> My bed's got a lot of blankets all over the place. Not in a straight line. Um, And also I just again want to say thank you to Betsy Capes Coaching. If you're interested in that, Sounds for sure amazing. look it up. She has awesome stuff it's feels life-changing already and i'm not even done with the program i gotta do that yeah it's great she also has private coaching um yeah it's really it's really awesome if you can finagle it part of my financial goal was to be able to make enough money to continue to work with her because i was like it's also a goal it's not not everyone can have access to to this kind of stuff so um i'm glad i'm glad you guys get a little bit of it yay me too speaking of access where people can where can people access you all over the internet um, Instagram baby. I love Instagram. Instagram I'm baby. Addy your mind. And then I guess if I had more followers on Twitter, I would tweet more. Um, <laughs> but maybe you tweet more to get more followers. But uh, sure. Twitter is the hardest one to grow. Twitter is hard to grow um, because I want people to like me for just what I look like and not my <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> So dumb. Uh, it is a hard one to go because I like pictures. I like the like shiny pictures. <laughs> I love Instagram stories. I, I like Instagram stories. What can I say? What can I say? I love a good story. Okay, yeah, good stories. If you guys have any sticky situations, I heard that I'm not supposed to say guys anymore. Let's try again. Um, try uh, folks. No, no, okay, okay. No, we can keep this in the podcast. It is really, if you, if everyone tries, because I say hey guys all the time. It, yeah. it rolls off the throat. It's not really the tongue. Hey, guys. It comes out of the throat very easily. Totally. Um, if everyone gets used to saying folks, it's... Hey, folks. Hey folks it's, um, it sounds like you're about to serve me at Outback Steakhouse. I know, but it... Or or it sounds like you're cool and respectful of everybody and... Um, in a and, nursing home. And, like, sexy in a young person. We've got to change the narrative. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I could also be like, yo, what up, folks? That's okay, cool. Okay, yo, what up, folks? There it is. Nailed this, it. This is a, a special episode where we didn't have any call-ins, but... Uh, I'm going to ask for suggestions on different topics so I can bring different people to have a little bit more of these every now and then. So the number is 805-751-9071 for the normal, you know, call and response. But for episodes like this, tweet me at Megan Mattoon. I'm going to get them the easiest there. If you've got a topic that you really want deep insight on, the ones that get the most tweets, I will do first priorities okay priorities everyone say bye at the same time one two three bye Bye. oh we did different (laughs) byes bye (laughs) bye that was a headgum podcast